welcome to Open Heart Surgery, a podcast where two queer best friends delve into the nuances of relationships and get curious about how to become our most loving selves. Hey, Suze. Adrian, happy 2023. Happy 2023. Oh my gosh. We made it through 2022. We did make it through 20. It was touch and go for <laughs> a bit. Literally, yeah. yes. But You're we did. So right. Um, we did. Yeah. And I'm really proud of us. Yeah. And me too. I have great feelings about 2023. So do I. So we're recording this only. A day before we release it. Yes. This never happens. Yeah, less, less than 24 hours before it'll be released. <laughs> wow, no our, pressure for our, your editing day. Right. Our hubris going into 2023 <laughs> is strong. All right, so it's January 2nd. How's your year going? It's great so far. Same. Yeah. Pretty good it's year. It's been a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, lying on the couch watching TV. So. Same. Same. Watching Killing Eve for the first time. It's so good. Yeah. I'm excited you're watching that. It's so good. Did you have a good holidays? I did. I had such a good holiday. Do you want to know what I did? Yes, I do want to know <laughs> what you did. I mean, I already know. But. You do. <laughs> I guess I'll share. I met... My girlfriend's family for the first time. Ooh, were, that's big. They were, as expected, the most lovely people and just had a lot of chill downtime. And really am starting the year off in a very relaxed, chill place. I love that. What about you? Um, I had a good time. I went to, I spent a lot of time with friends, a little time with family. Mm. So I hung out with Charity, uh, my platonic partner for a couple days. Um, she came up here with her fiance and kids and they stayed with me for the first time, which was wild. I do not have a large <laughs> house. And How was it having the kids here? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. There were three kids. So there were six of us in like a 1,200 square foot house. It's a lot. But it was fun. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And then I went down to see my sister and my aunt and uncle in Florida, which was also fun. Yeah. And then I, and then we got to spend New Year's together. We did. So fun. Which like, we hadn't seen each other. I know. I don't remember the last time we spent like over a week without seeing each other. I think it was when you were in Scotland. That probably, yeah, that probably was the yeah. last time. And, I loved seeing you, like, and it's been great hanging out with you today. Yes, it has been. Kind of like talking about the podcast, talking about the year, talking about a fun activity we're going to do in a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. going to do a fun activity. And I think the first really fun thing coming up. Well, I mean, we we have something fun every day, but <laughs> it's true. The first like significant fun thing we have coming up is our live show yeah very soon it's friday january 13th it's very soon yeah <laughs> like a <laughs> week and a half away Ooh. Oh, okay <laughs> wow that's soon that is soon i have my outfit that's all i got same so we have some crowd involvement for the yes. live show we would like to talk about today. Yeah, so we're going to have uh, kind of a like an ask me anything on Reddit sort of situation, but we're going to have ask us anything, obviously, since there are two of us. And so we're going to be putting on a call, keep an eye open 
on our social media. So we'll have it up on our Instagram and maybe Facebook. Yeah. So we will have a place where we will give you a space to ask us a question. Yes. And in a few different ways. But you can also just message us uh, on Instagram, Open Heart Surgery Pod. Open Heart Surgery Pod. Yeah. Please follow. Yeah. That's primarily where I would say message us. Yeah. I feel like Instagram is the primary place that I check. And yeah, so we've, believe it or not, this is truly shocking to me based on how some of the earlier episodes of our podcast went, but we have had people tell us they would love us to give them advice (laughs) or do an advice episode, which is truly shocking that people want to take advice from us but also i see why right yeah well we're gonna our advice is going to be largely informed by things that we've read or learned mm -hmm. in the season of episodes yeah we've learned a lot so it's our advice but it's also advice that's somewhat informed yeah or you can just ask us if you want to ask us something fun yeah is anything off limits uh, I don't think anything's off limits. I don't either. We might not answer it, but right. nothing's off limits to ask. Yeah. Ask us anything. Yeah. AMA. AMA. AUA. A-U-A. Ask us anything. AUA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ask us anything and we will answer it on the live show. At yeah. the live show. But yeah, you can ask us a question. Give us a suggestion. I don't know. Like, just write us and we will yeah. read them uh, at our live show and we'll talk about them. Yeah. Cool. We also will have some audience participation stuff at the live show that is separate from that. So that you need to come to the live show for. January 13th, Free Range Brewery in Noda. Check out our Instagram or Facebook for more details. Yeah. 7 p.m. Doors at 7, show at 7.30. Yep. Is that right? That's right. Okay. (laughs) I cannot be late for this. (laughs) Yes, that is true. <laughs> I will be on time. We're yes. also going to have an after party. Stay tuned for more details on that. We'll probably yeah. talk about that at the live show. But yeah. fun after party, fun live show. See people that we love. Just it's all be one big happy queer family. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a fun way to end the first season mm-hmm. and to start kind of start our year. I yeah. think it's going to be a really fun way. Mm, yeah. So true. Speaking of the start of our year, we're doing a really fun activity today. We're going to make vision boards, which I think is going to be awesome. I've got a lot of thoughts that I've had about it that I want to kind of talk about. But first, going to mention our topic for the day. Yeah, our topic's going to be really fun, but is not really related to our vision board. I mean, I guess it could be. You might put it on your vision board. (laughs) It might be. Yeah. But... What is it? Our topic is swinging. Or as we will discuss, we call it the lifestyle. The lifestyle. Yeah. So we're going to talk a lot about swinging and consent. I liked the term enthusiastic consent. I remember was used. I like that. Swinging and enthusiastic consent. Yeah. Uh, So it's a fun topic. Yeah. But before we get into that... We're going to do some vision boarding. I know. I'm excited. So you've done some research on this, I believe. A little bit. But more than anything, 
I've done research about manifestation. Ooh, okay. Tell me about that. So, okay. I I don't know how I feel about manifestation sometimes because Mm -hmm. I love that it's spiritual. Mm -hmm. I love that it's, you know, you get really in touch with yourself. But sometimes I think, does this really work? However, I truly believe I manifested my current partner (laughs) the reason I'm dating like I made a list of like everything I wanted in a partner and I kept refining it and adding to it and like obviously no one is like a list right I'm not saying like you know here's a list of what I must have but it was just like something to keep in mind as I was dating that these are the things that would really fulfill me and fill my cup and make me feel really good with a partner yeah and damn I, I mean, it worked. It did work, yeah. and like, I was actually talking to the person you're dating about it. Yeah, I remember when we were all um, hanging out one night, and she said, "It totally works. You're manifesting," yeah. and I didn't even notice, or I didn't really even put two and two together that what I was doing with that list was manifestation. Yeah, and there are things on there like you know. Someone who affirms me regularly, someone yeah. without a history of cheating regularly, securely attached, has been to therapy, loves therapy. And like, I feel like I was so focused on what I wanted that it really like cleared space to find that. Yeah. So I think I do believe in it in a way. Yeah. And I'm kind of with you on that. Like, I'm not sure how much I believe in it but also like i just feel like there have been specific points in my time over my life that i have focused on a specific thing or like wanted a specific thing and it happened in a way that i I don't know it seems not that's completely unexplainable but seems a little unexplainable other than like it just happened the way it just worked out the way it should work out yeah okay so i've been reading a lot about man of I haven't been reading a lot about. I've been reading a mild amount about, yeah. uh, you know, manifestation. And I've learned about something that I thought was really interesting called the law of assumption. Okay. And I think this is kind of what we're doing with our vision board. So okay. I think it's really interesting. So, you know, a vision board, we're going to visualize how we want this year to be, how we yeah. want 2023 to be. And I like that it's time constrained. It's not, here's your vision of the rest of your life. It's, here's this year. Yeah. And the law of assumption is this theory that what we assume to be true is what we eventually manifest. Mm. So it says our assumptions about our life have this immense power to either positively or negatively, to either positively or negatively impact the fulfillment of our wishes and our desires. So the way it works, like the law of assumption, you assume you go to the end goal, you go to where you want to be, and that's where you begin. So what you assume is what you're going to get. And you assume that you're always going to get what you want. Things Mm -hmm. just work out for you. Mm -hmm. The creator of this theory, Neville Goddard, Hopefully I'm saying Neville's name right. But he said, 
always go to the end, imagine ahead of your evidence. Mm. So you really, you just assume what you want, you will achieve, and what you imagine is what you create. Because the thoughts that go through your brain all day about your, you know, what you're imagining your future to look like, that really is going to have an effect on your subconscious reality because your subconscious can't determine reality from imagination. So your subconscious thinks that what you think and what you feel as your reality are true. Mm -hmm. So we're not trying to end up in a psych ward because we're so far off from reality. Yeah, right. Is that that okay to say? Yeah. But it's it's really related to visualization. And that's what we're doing with this vision board. Yeah. Vision board. We're (laughs) visualizing. Yeah. So your subconscious doesn't know that you haven't achieved this yet. Hmm. It's just you're thinking about it all the time. You're focusing on it. And it clears space for you to move away from what you don't want. You know, what what you're giving your energy to that's maybe not aligned with something on your vision board for the year. So, and you know, we're not, we're not going to do this once, never look at it again and say, okay, we manifested. We're going to, you know, keep looking at this. And I love learning the science of things because I'm a very, like, I love, I love kind of the woo-woo side of like manifestation and things. But I also love the science. So I looked up, the science of visualization and assuming. And it was really interesting. So you have this thing in your brain called the reticular activating system. A lot of times it's called the RAS. You might've learned about it in like high school biology. Okay, Um, But it's the filtering station of your brain. So constantly seeing what you put on your vision board and what you're, you know, thinking about and assuming and manifesting in your mind, those images help your brain filter out what you don't want to see. Mm. And your brain really starts filtering more and more on what you do want. Mm. So you have this constant visual reminder of your goals and that's how your subconscious mind scientifically does stay focused on them. Mm. So there's some woo woo manifestation and also the science behind it. And I love that. No, I love that. Yeah. And I think that is the thing too, that I end up coming back to is like, whereas the spiritual part of manifestation, maybe I'm not completely Mm -hmm. sure how I feel about that, but it does make a lot of sense that you're focusing your energy and your attention on this, what you want to happen. Mm And then you're working towards that. And like, it makes a lot of sense to me. Like the, the science part of it makes a lot of sense and makes me think then about the spiritual part and be like, well, I don't know. It kind of makes sense that that yeah. is connected as well. And like, why couldn't it be somewhat yeah. spiritual? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. I thought so too. And I really want to, you know, I know I've talked about like my anxiety and stuff on the podcast before mm-hmm. and I can get, into this mental state sometimes where I, my brain, I think it's a trauma response. Mm -hmm. And I think my brain always wants to prepare me for the worst thing. Yeah. So if it happens, I'm a little bit more prepared. Yeah. But I spend so much time and it's less now thanks to medication and therapy. But 
I can spend a lot of time ruminating on what's the worst case scenario that could happen. Yeah. And focusing on that. But I really don't want to. I want to be focused on, you know, the good and the abundance and what I want to happen, not what could happen. So I think that's going to be a hopefully very helpful, healthy shift. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think that's very true. And I think focusing on what you want and focusing on what could be rather than like how it could go wrong just makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. It's a little scary though because this is very vulnerable. Yeah. Because I want to be really real with what I want. Yeah. And that's dependent on other people, you know, too, yeah. to not be shitty (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true and i don't think i have any people in my life like that but it's still you know it's scary because i know we're going to talk about what we want the podcast and stuff too and that's vulnerable i have to you know i have to hope that we want the same things (laughs) so so i have a little writing exercise that we're going to do okay so i'm going to set a timer Uh and i can send you a list of these questions okay let me text you i wrote mine down Okay. So there's 10 questions on what I sent you. Okay. But I added two more. So you won't have the last two okay. on what I just texted you. Okay. But we're going to set a timer. I was going to do 10 minutes, but maybe I'll do 11 just because I added two questions. Okay. And I want to handwrite it. When I was looking up vision boarding and manifestation, manifestations and all of that, it said there's power in handwriting. Okay. And I just want to take some notes about these questions. Okay. Are you good with this? Yeah. I'm okay. Good so these are the questions. Okay. And it said if a question isn't resonating with you or isn't relevant, just skip it. It doesn't matter. It's just good questions to think about when vision boarding. So question one, how do you want your life to look? Question two, how do you want your home to look? Three, what do you want your food and nutrition to be like? Four, what do you want more of in your life? Five, what physical things do you want to bring into your life? Six, how do you want to feel? Seven, what are words, phrases, and quotes that you want to bring into your life? I'm going to add affirmations there. Okay. And I'm going to remove that because that was one of my items I added. So we're going to say seven. What are words, phrases, quotes, and affirmations? Eight, what financial and career goals do you have? Nine, what major purchases do you want to make this year? Ten, where do you want to travel to? And then I'm adding an 11th for what are our podcast goals? Nice. So I'm going to set a timer. Okay. How long do you think? 10 minutes think, or 11 minutes? 10 minutes. 11, uh, 10 minutes is good. Yeah, let's just do 10 minutes. <laughs> let's get really direct. Yes. Let's just be like, I freaking want this. Yeah, I love that. I'm feeling so vulnerable. I love this. Yeah, this is great. I love this. Okay. I'm going to set a timer. Okay. We're not going to let the podcast play out for the length of the timer, though. <laughs> no, not, I mean, no, but if you're doing this along with us at home, yes. pause the podcast pause for 10 minutes. Pause the podcast minutes. and do this for 10 <laughs> minutes. That's a great point. All right. All right. Here we go. Start. All right. And that was it. 
Can you, I feel like you'll say this in a really fun way. Uh huh. Can you say, and we're back? And we're back. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You met my bed. You always do. So I really liked that. Yeah, that was actually really good. Do you want to share anything? Sure. I mean, do we want, do we want to go like question by question and talk about what we wrote or just highlights? Let's do highlights. Okay. You share your highlights and then I'll share my highlights. Okay. And we'll see if our highlights are similar or different. Yeah. Hopefully for the podcast, they're a little similar. (laughs) My highlights are, I think it's a combination of, and I'm going to add this to my words and phrases now, Mm -hmm. of both being more comfortable and being more challenged. Because I think there are ways where, like, I need more routine to make myself more comfortable. And there are ways I need to challenge myself about maybe like routines I have now that maybe aren't serving me as well. Yeah. Well, since I just brought this up, let me say my words and phrases. Is that question number six? Oh, no. How, How do I want to feel every day? That one was one that really spoke to me. Uh, so content. Fed, mm. nurtured, understood, and whole. Those are the ones that really. Those are amazing words. I want all of me. that for you. And then, like, I think kind of connected to that was question number seven, which was like, what words and phrases? So that was number six, which was, how do I want to feel? Mm-hmm. It's number seven, which was what words and phrases. Um, this one phrase that this is by a TikToker. <laughs> I don't remember their name, but they are actually someone who they start every TikTok with, hey, TikTok, let's get dressed and challenge some gender norms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they pick out they pick out this outfit that is very non-binary. That's like a combination of dresses and sweaters. And that's cool. Masculine and feminine. It's a great it's they, they always have a great look, but they end every TikTok with who you are now is just the beginning of who you are becoming. And I love that. Uh, that's like a phrase I think I've want to take it in w- with me into 2023. That's amazing. I um, can't wait to see who you become this year. Me too. One thing that kind of spoke to me is the like what kind of foods. Yeah. Food and nutrition. What does that look like? Because that's been something I think I've been thinking more about. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like my eating has become very... It's either like I need food right now because I need something to eat or it's like I need this like ridiculous food because like I need to feel better about myself or something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think I want something. I want it to be more whole. So like one thing that I've always found that I felt better is when I cook for myself. That's just like been a very grounding thing for me Me over the last couple of years. So like that's one big thing is I want to cook more foods for myself want to cook less i want less you know like kind of processed foods and just really delicious foods i also really love baking baking's really fun for me so i think like that's one thing that really spoke to me with the foods was just more cooking more whole foods more baking and just having fun and just making really delicious foods i'm adding more to my list as you're talking (laughs) (laughs) this is great i'm getting to cheat I love that. That sounds wonderful. I honestly, I almost skipped that question because like I, I do have a history of disordered eating and yeah. I was like, I don't 
want to even think about this, but then I thought I can look at this however I want. Right. So I looked at it from a very, you know, <laughs> balanced place. So, right. Yeah, I did just add that I want to cook more too. Yeah, and I think that was the thing too, is it's not necessarily that I think like, oh, I want to eat a lot healthier, mm-hmm. which like, you know, I maybe I do. But also it's more about like what makes me feel good and like, you know. Yeah. And in all the ways, you yeah. know. Oh, the other one that really spoke to me is what I want my home to look like. Yeah, that's a big one for you. Yeah. Because, um, well, so a few things. One, I am actually selling, I am actually going to be selling my house. My partner and I are going to be selling our house. Um, so I am looking for a new home. I will be looking for a new home in the next year. And two, like it's just been interesting to think about what a home looks like if I'm the one creating it, you know? Yeah. Because like in the past, it's always been like, but my partner and I have, you know, both put a lot of, put effort into it and both had our ideas of what our home looks like. So like, it's been interesting to kind of step back and think like, okay, how do I want Mm -hmm. the house to look? Maybe not like she wanted this. And I was like, oh yeah, that looks cool. Like, but I was like, do I, what do I actually want? Like what in this, what type of artwork? And so I put like, I want my house to be comfortable. I'm a Taurus. I need my house to be comfortable. You do. <laughs> and as we learned from Kalea, yes. our astrology episode, yes, Taurus love to be at home. Love to be at Taurans? home. Taurans? Taurans. Taurans yeah. love to be at home. Um, and art that I enjoy and is mm-hmm. meaningful to me. Yeah. That's been fun to me living alone this yeah. year. I took down all my art and yeah. I've put it up in different places. And I got rid of a lot and I've yeah. gotten more art and people have gifted me art that I love. And... That's been really fun. Same. I've really enjoyed that. Um, and just kind of creating more spaces for me to like create, read, and relax. Mm-hmm. This is a very specific thing, but I've been wanting like kind of a reading chair, like kind of a Oh, I love that. Chaise, like chaise a reading nook. Lounge. I used to have one. Yes, I kinda want then a reading nook. Then I got nook. a golden retriever puppy and I don't have it anymore. <laughs> I kinda want a reading nook. That's been th- something you I've been thinking of. Nook. When I move into my new place is like, I want to figure out a way to get like a little reading nook. Yes. Um, and then of course, they'll have ways to have place spaces where I can create, whether that's podcast or writing and spaces to relax. Do you want to talk about your? You want to talk about your podcast goals? Yes. Let's talk about podcast goals. So my podcast goals. This is, I'm, ner- I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so my podcast goals are um, engage more people locally. We actually were just talking about this, but like that hasn't been a focus of ours because um, yeah. and I know a lot of people in like kind of the Charlotte podcast scene, but I haven't really engaged with them on a podcast basis. You know? Right. So like that is, I think uh, that's something I'm interested in doing, and we're doing like we're we're going to some kind of creative spaces mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing our live show here so like i am interested i would like to engage with more kind of local people whether that's people who do podcasts or just people who like podcasts yeah also we are going to podcast movement yeah a big conference that's going to be in denver this year it's gonna be super fun yeah so like one of my big goals there is just to make some really good authentic connections there and i say authentic connections Same. that was one of mine yeah yeah. <laughs> and I say authentic connections because I hate networking. <laughs> so I need it to not feel like networking. I need it to feel like. <laughs> I love that. I said 
podcast movement connections and staying present while we're there. Ooh, I just I changed that. it to authentic connections. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like the staying present while we're there. Yeah. That's good. Um, of course, I want to brainstorm. We've talked about season two quite a bit, but I want to brainstorm more of season two and ways Yay! to be more creative with it. Same, same. Yeah. Which is one thing I've loved about our podcast. I think we'll talk about it more later, but mm-hmm. like it's really become like an artistic expression. It, it for has us. been. And I didn't realize how hungry I was for that yeah. until we started it. And when I was writing down my visions of next year, one of the categories that I have the most under is the podcast. Nice. And it really made me realize that this has become so important to me. And I love doing this with you. I love doing this with you. I never want to stop. I can't wait for season 40. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be freaking experts by then. (laughs) What What are some of your podcast goals? Podcast movement. We're going to that conference. Authentic connection there. I want to over the break i don't know how but i've learned a lot about editing Mm -hmm. this season but i really want to like take my editing skills to the next level so i can wow you season two i want you to be like whoa (laughs) i love that so i don't know if i'm gonna solicit you for help with that or like i take a class i don't know but i want to do something i love that i want to get some great season two guests Yes. I want to promote the podcast more. And I said I want to have 500 followers by the end of season two. I like the specificity of that. Yeah, I was nervous. And I'm nervous about saying that because like, what if we fail? But also, I'm assuming, I'm visualizing we already have the 500 followers in my mind. Right. And we have a lot of listeners, but people need follow. Please follow. If you're listening right now, help me with this goal. I want to create a really cozy space for us for recording season two. And I know you're moving, so maybe that's my house. Maybe that's your house. Who knows? But I want to have a cozy space for us. I love that. I maybe want to do a website. I want to look into that. Okay. And I want to keep going to more creative events. Yes. I love all that. And then looking at everything else, for my year, my themes that I really see are calm relaxed Mm. not doing everything yeah focusing on what i really want to do and doing that well so i said i want my life to look like an abundance of love smiles and connection i want my home to be clean because i have two dogs clean (laughs) cozy and inviting and if i think it i want to do it sometimes i when it comes to my house i'm like oh that'd be cool I've lived in my house since 2017, and I've been thinking some things would be cool since I yeah. moved in. Yeah, I feel that. The things I want more of in my life. I said assumptions and manifesting. Oh, nice. I want to I want to focus on what I want, yeah. not the negative outcomes that I yeah. kind of talked about. More self-work. Look, I've done a lot of it. There's still work to be done. And I want to learn more about communication. I'm dating someone now who's a great communicator. And I want to make sure. And I think I'm a good communicator. Like Mm -hmm. I am. But I want to learn even more about it. Because I want to give that good communication back. Yeah, I love that. Food and nutrition. I want it to be intuitive and balanced. I want to cook more. And I want to cook more with my girlfriend. Cooking day. Uh, physical things I want to do. I run. I try to run a half marathon every year, so I want to do mm-hmm. that. And here's another thing I really want. I don't even know if I told you this. 
I want to try a pole dancing class. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, because I think it's a way to feel, you know, sensual and yeah. active. And I think it'd be really fun. I love that. And I want to get a stripper pole in my house. So that's, I love that. I should have added that to my home. I want to feel calm, relaxed, myself, secure. Some words that I like, intentional and present. Some affirmations for me this year. There is no one like me. I love myself unconditionally. And then I wrote something my therapist said once, which has just resonated with me. She said, open heart, open hands. Oh, uh, I love that. Uh, yeah. Career. I want to maintain work-life balance, which I have now. Mm-hmm. And I need to, I don't need to. I want to save more next year. I've been spending this year in 2022, and yeah. which is fine. Major purchases. I have four major purchases. Should Ooh. I go through them or no? Sure. I want to pave my driveway. <laughs> I want to put in a glass shower door. I have a cool tattoo artist I want to go to in Denver, uh-huh. which is a major purchase because it's a whole intentional day and you do a whole ritual with her. Love that. And I want to get a wine fridge. Ooh, I, I don't even this. know how expensive that is. I don't know if that... I haven't looked into pricing it. It Never could be $100. I don't know. But it seems like it's a major purchase. <laughs> I love that. I want to get a wine fridge. Travel. I realized I'm already planning to go. I am already have plans to go to San Francisco and Napa Valley uh-huh. with my girlfriend. Seattle with you. Denver with you. Minnesota with you. Chicago with you. And... <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot of trips. (laughs) We will be traveling together next year. And I really want to take an international trip with my partner. I want to go to Memphis with her. That's my hometown. Nice. And I want to have like a really fun staycation in Charlotte with her. I want to stay at like a hotel. I love that. And yeah, that's me. I didn't actually mention my trips. I realized that. You have a lot of trips. Yeah, I do have a lot. So like my big one that I wrote down was um, I'm taking a big road trip to Pacific Northwest. I realized I didn't mention this. In conjunction with selling my house, I'm planning to take some time off my corporate job. And so my one of my career goals is to figure out a way maybe I can make some money doing creative stuff. And whether that's like, that's my full-time job or not, that is one of the specific things I wrote down is like by the end of the year, I would like to have like at least a couple months where I was making a significant amount of money doing something creative. Yeah. And whether that's writing or doing more podcast uh, editing or podcast producing, that's really one of my big goals is, so I'm quitting my job, selling my house, and trying to focus more on that. Yes. (laughs) And in the process, also doing some traveling. So I am planning them month-long trip to pacific northwest which you're going to join me for a little bit of that yeah and uh, <laughs> of course i am <laughs> so so yeah so those are my big those are my big goals i guess creative and travel wise a lot of new things a lot of challenging stuff next year but so i think that's like kind of where again my intention to create more comfortable ness in the middle of that too mm-hmm. to have a good balance of that yeah so your year is growth adventure challenge but also comfortableness mine 
I want to be at peace. Yeah. <laughs> I just want peace. I want security. Yeah. I want tranquility. I don't want to feel anxious. Yeah. I want to feel very myself and calm. Yeah. I love that. I think like that hearing us both say that, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. It does. <laughs> Coming yeah. out of the last year. It which really like does. the last year, again, was overall like a very good year. <laughs> Can you believe we're saying that? <laughs> okay, like that. looking back on it now, I'm like, that's a pretty good year. <laughs> yeah. We did a lot of things. <laughs> we did. And honestly, like I would not change where I am right now for anything. Same. Same. So yeah, it was a really good year, but going into it, I think like both of us focus on like, okay, like we need some like calm, some comfortability, <laughs> I think is, is also valid. Yeah. So, and I think recognizing that can happen from one year to the next is also like important too. Not that necessarily one is better than the other, but it just depends on what you need in your life at that yeah, time. Absolutely. Should we vision board now? Yes, let's vision board. Vision board, bitch. <laughs> vision board, bitch. That is that was the uh, title, the subject of the email <laughs> about our that Sue board. sent me. <laughs> vision board, bitch. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Ooh, can we have some ginger ale? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And we're back. So we've just been vision boarding for, I don't know, how long? Like an hour? Probably more than an yeah, hour. Yeah, more than an hour. We've been vision boarding for a while. <laughs> yeah, and I am really happy with how this turned yeah, out. Yeah, it looks really cool. I've never done anything like this I've before. I've never done anything like this before either. So and fun it, we did it together for yeah. the first time. And it is a physical representation of everything we talked about in those questions. Yeah. So we took some magazines, which yeah. was fun. We took some magazines. <laughs> we cut up some pictures. Magazines dating back to like 2000. Yes. Yes. Cut up some pictures and just some words off of it that represented things that we wanted. This is awesome. This is very creative. I would like to do this with you every year and maybe we can that. keep them that would be fun. and date them. Oh, we should write 2023 Ooh, somewhere should. on this. Yeah, we should. Put it on your side. Okay. We will. Okay. Do you do we want to talk through them or? I mean, it's basically everything that. Yeah, it's everything happen. we talked about. I made sure everything from that paper, except my major purchases, was represented. So you should follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Facebook and or. So and. you can now see what our yeah. uh, what our vision board looks like. Yeah, I think if we didn't tell people whose side was whose, I think they'd be able to tell, which I yeah, love. I think so too. I, I think that's amazing. Yeah, and I love, I, I love that we've got what we want to do together about mm -hmm. the podcast in the middle. Yeah. And then we each have a side. I can't believe some people do a whole vision board by themselves. That would take me all day. It would take a long time. I don't have that in me. Need... I have half a vision board in me. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. It did make me, it also made me think through some of my goals, I think, a little bit me more. Too. Like me I made, too. It made me think, and also made me realize there were things that I wasn't being that specific about. Same. So like, like as we were doing and I was remembering like, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm more than just, I want to do more writing. I specifically want in the last couple of years, I've written a novel and I've written a feature length screenplay. And like, I want to do something with that. I want to 
publish it in some way and yeah, don't have a, and I want to get a writing agent. Yeah. And these weren't things I specifically wrote down. So yeah, those are things I'm going to specifically write down now. That's amazing. I love the specificity of it. Yeah. Well, this was a lot of fun. This really was. I feel good. Um, so if you're out there and you've never done a vision mode before, do a vision board. Yeah. It's not too late. And it was fun to find things that the other person might want to yeah, use. Yeah, that like, was fun. I love how well we know each other. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. I love you cut out a little thing that said sparkle on. For you. I love that. Yeah, for me. And I love that. Yep. And I cut out a little thing that said, I am unique mm-hmm. for you. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. Okay, do we want to talk about our interview? <laughs> you know, someone that I know and love posted on their Instagram story the other day that, and some, you know this person too, that the reason they can't get in a podcast is because like 40 minutes into the show, <laughs> yes, they the us. podcast host will say, all right, well, let's get started. <laughs> And, you know, that's something I personally love about podcasts, but I so see. I so get it. I feel like that's something that's really grown with as we've done this podcast is like the uh, like sort of where they started out as intros and they've just kind of taken a life on their own sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes they are intros. Yeah. That's all they are. This is an intro. And sometimes they're like their own little mini episode. Mm -hmm. This is really fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Okay, so, well, let's get into it. <laughs> so. so, we talked to one of our friends about swinging, or yeah. the lifestyle, yeah. as they like to call it, and which we'll get into more in our interview. And it was such a fascinating conversation. Yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun. I learned a lot that I didn't know about swinging or the lifestyle, and... It just made me think about a lot of things and it just reminded me one thing that like I feel like is just has been a theme for the year and for the podcast is that there are no rules, you know, (laughs) when it comes to relationships, there are no rules. Yeah, you can create your own. And as long as you and whoever you're involved with are in agreement on what you're doing, like go live your life however you want to live your life. As long as you're doing it in a healthy way and you're communicating, that's what I remember really taking away from this yeah. episode was that there are just so many ways to do relationships and you never have to feel like you're boxed in doing relationship one way, but I also agree. just do whatever feels right to you and what works for you. Would you ever be interested in swinging? I don't know because I am pretty dimmy, I think. Oh, right, right, right. I am pretty dimmy sexual. So you need the emotional connection. So I do think I need the emotional connection. I'm not saying I would be against trying it. It just feels very uh, foreign to anything I've tried or experienced in the past. So I'm definitely open to it. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. My relationship with charity and having you know, dating other people, you know, that is sort of a form of it. It's kind of polyamorous. It is somewhere. It is a type of polyamorous. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere on like the polyamorous spectrum because she is a partner. She's a platonic partner, but it is in there. So that's an interesting thing. I think, I I think that's something we're talking about exploring more as we, uh, with in the podcast is we want to talk more about 
different types of polyamorous relationships and different types of ethical non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. So this interview, we're talking about swinging, which is... That's it's, part of it, yeah. Yeah, it, which is a form of ethical non-monogamy. And there's so many different forms and far too many to include in one episode. Right, right. So this is just one, and I'm hope we're hoping next season we'll get a little bit more into different types of like polyamorous relationships or ethical non-monogamous relationships. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny. When we were recording this episode, I was very single. Yeah. And I remember thinking, well, swinging sounds so fun. Like, yeah. That sounds great. But now, I haven't listened to this interview in a while, but I remember, I think when we were recording it, I was very interested in the concept. Uh-huh. And it's a super interesting concept. And now that I'm in love with someone, I am such a monogamous person yeah. that now I'm like, I could never. Yeah. I could never. That's but interesting. It's just, yeah, it's like, you know, I was single. Right. I had no love interests right. in mind at the time of recording. Like, I wasn't in love with anyone. Right. And it's, it's different. Like, my yeah. brain, when I am committed and in love just doesn't yeah go there i think that's such an important thing too i think it's important that you can see that for one thing and you can see like oh like in this season of my life i might be interested in yes this. oh i love that this season of yeah my life. and it's so interesting because the person we interview she is very committed and in love and married and yeah her and her husband they both love the lifestyle and so yeah. it's so awesome how Sometimes I just think about we're all humans and we're one species, but we're so different and I love us all. Right. Yeah. And I just love the different ways you can do a healthy relationship and the different ways you can just experiment with love and relationships and sex and like everything throughout your life, regardless of like what area you're in. Exactly. And, you know, like you said, maybe for this moment, this feels right, and maybe that's not going to feel right in, you know, six months or a year. Yeah. But maybe it feels right for now, and like, you know, have some fun, explore it if it does feel good. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, should we share our interview? Yes. Here is our interview with a unnamed <laughs> person right now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hello, so we're here with someone who's not yet named, and we're going to talk about one aspect of ethical non-monogamy, which is swinging. Totally different than other ways that you can practice ethical non-monogamy, so I'm going to let our guest introduce us and maybe share why she's currently not named. Yeah, no, I'm excited to be here because I think this topic is so taboo, so taboo, in fact, that professionally it's not really accepted. So I'm just going to go with your basic Ashley today. Just call me Ashley. I love that. Too easy, right? Ashley, we love to meet you. (laughs) Do you want to kind of give us a little background on you, maybe your relationship status? things like that. Yeah, yeah. So I I am married. I've been married for 
close to six or seven years. I have to do the math every year it rolls around. Um, I've been with my partner for over 10 years. And, you know, we, we started dating when we were kiddos. Basically, I was about to graduate high school and my partner was in college. And so we met very young, did not think either of us would get married so young that we did. And we just knew right away that we were each other's person. But we also were very honest with ourselves and knowing that we wouldn't be the only people we are attracted to for the rest of our lives, especially with me being bisexual. I knew I wouldn't be only attracted to not only other men, but other women as well. And so it was something we talked about pretty early in our relationship. So how did you navigate that first conversation? So we we actually did long distance for a while at the beginning of our relationship. So we were states apart and we used to have phone sex because... Oh my God, so fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And when I say phone sex, I mean you like phone that doesn't have a screen. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like T9 texting. Right, right, right. So there's not, you know, dial up internet situation. (laughs) My first ever relationship was long distance. So I I remember this. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't like let's hop on a Zoom and, you know. Yeah. uh, So we, we used to have phone sex and like some of the things that we would do and phone sex is we'd fantasize we'd build up the scene we'd build it up you know and so we actually you know kind of introduced into our story time if you will uh, another woman and in, in this scenario and we did this a number of times when we did phone sex and it was kind of brought up my my husband brought it up to me and and was like you know is that hu- not husband then but was was like is that something that you would ever consider and I was like you can do that, you know? <laughs> like, it wasn't like, how do you meet these people? Yeah. He's yeah. like, well, there are websites. And I was like, there are? <laughs> uh, and Is he older? Just a couple years. Okay, but he was old enough, like a little older to he, at least know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm interested, but I don't know what it entails, what that's like, mm-hmm. what I'll be comfortable with. And that was something we definitely had to figure out through a lot of different conversations. So it started slowly, it sounds like. Yeah, and you know, it, it doesn't for everybody. For us, it was very conservative, if you will. That's the only part that was <laughs> conservative. Nothing about me is conservative, <laughs> let's be clear. Um, I love that. I love that. this definition but, of conservative. But uh, <laughs> let, let's rebrand, shall let's we? Let's rebrand yes. conservative. So some people aren't, aren't conservative with mm-hmm. how they approach it. So I think when you get into it, you, you have to have open conversation with your partner. Yeah. That's the foundation of it entirely like you can't not talk it has to be open Mm -hmm. so for us I just didn't know enough about it and I didn't know at the time what I would be comfortable with because I'd never tried it with any of anybody else right and so we talked about well what what is comfortable for us what do we want to try and so for us comfortable with starting same room sex so you just you meet up with another couple or another person and you play independently and you watch it's just a lot of watching right and so that was our first step and then we felt comfortable with that and wanted to do more and then you can do soft swap 
Soft swap is swapping partners with oral. And so we did soft swap. And we're like, okay, we're good with that. All right, great. Did you try these things like once or multiple times? Multiple times. I would say years in between. Yeah. Okay. So, so very, like I said, very conservative um, over time. But then at one point, like we, we had a big move. And when we moved, did this big move, it really empowered our relationship to a point that we had, we hadn't had, we hadn't been challenged yet with. So we moved Mm. to another state, didn't know anybody there. It was just us two that were relying on each other. I love that you just said empowered your relationship, not like anything negative. It was a positive challenge. It was, it was a good challenge. Like who, who are we? We've got to develop our own. We have to keep our own personalities. We've been together for a long time. We need to make sure we, sure we don't just, melt into each other into one because yeah. we're not we're yeah. two very different people that. and it's yeah, amazing yeah we you know we don't want to just be the same person right and so we had to make other friends we had to do other experiences and at that point we we're like let's just try some things that we've been maybe hesitant to try before and let's check in with each other is it working is it not working before we moved we were up to soft swaps with trusted people that we felt comfortable with. And just as that kind of evolved, we got more comfortable, more comfortable. It started then to a point where as long as we're aware of like in every couple that's in a swinging situation has to have their own boundaries set and you have your own Mm -hmm. rules of what's cheating, what's not cheating Mm -hmm. because there is still cheating and swinging. Yeah. Very much so. Absolutely. And you have to have those explicit boundaries, whatever those are to you. What are your roles if you want to share that? Yeah. So for us, we just have to know about it. So Mm -hmm. that's first and foremost. So we're at the point now where if I'm out of town on a business trip, if my partner has a person that he wants to meet up with, he says, hey, I'm thinking about meeting up with this person. Uh, All good. Yep. Good to go. And he, you know, hangs out with that person, can do whatever they want to do. I'm in the loop. I even enjoy actually hearing about it later, yeah. which, yeah, like for me, that's very sexy to hear and learn about like what happened. It depends on the person too. Sometimes we're at a comfort level that's really good with that person. Mm-hmm. And that person might be open to taking it pictures with my partner and them and sharing okay. those with me and only me, obviously. I'm right. Not- uh and and you know i'll i'll be excited to do so and and vice versa right Right. so if i want to do that where we start drawing the line is we're not having another relationship with the person it's really just sex for us so would he be able to like go on a date with that person date's such a tough word i know yeah that's probably not the best word no no but it's fair because the the one of the rules that we have is you have to meet this person in public first oh that's a great rule though safety yeah Yeah. especially you know if i'm meeting a random guy somewhere yeah safety right um and so you have to meet this person in public first and so that's fair game and as long as it's like the so you do the first meeting sometimes you end up hooking up that time sometimes it's just a meet and you're just meeting together and we we swing together too so if 
you meet back up with a person and you want to grab drinks before or go to dinner before, like, that's okay. It's just that there's always like, all right, then you're going to fuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not just like, oh, you can say whatever. So you're not like meeting up, talking about your feelings, no, cuddling, right. no. having a whole day together. No. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's always like, a, sounds bad, but like a transactional moment. Yeah. You know? No, that, I mean, I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. yeah I just love the, the boundaries. Like I love, I love that emphasis on boundaries. Like yeah. I think that's so important. And I think that's the thing that like, I don't know, n- not knowing a ton about it, but having become a little more familiar with it in the last, like, I don't know, eight to ten months, um, that I wasn't that aware of is that, like, actually this is, like, an area... Because, like, I think a lot of people think of it and they think of, like, oh, it's just free, like, you're doing whatever, like, and actually, no, there's, mm-hmm. like, you you are... Boundaries are very important to, I think, like, a lot of people who are in these type of relationships. Yeah, I think it's that, that, again, that open communication, that continuous trust. Yeah. Because we've, you know, the way that we meet people today, there's apps for this. I was going right. to ask. There's like, apps for this. Meet, like, what are your favorite apps? Field. Okay, F-E-E-L-D. I've heard a lot about that. F-E-E-L-D. Yeah, yeah okay. Field. Yeah, it's favorite app. There are other websites, too, uh, but... And even my partner is on Tinder. I'm aware of this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried it, but I get overwhelmed very, very quickly. Yeah. Right. Like it, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so I, I choose not to. Like, it's just a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everybody has different boundaries. And, you know, some people have a... They don't want their partners to actually kiss someone else. Like, that's a common boundary. They can okay. have sex, but not kiss. Yes. I, yeah. I mean... I see why. Kissing can be so intimate. I I get it. I think it's hard for me to connect with someone sexually without kissing. Yeah. It's just, it's tough. That would be really hard. It's it's tough. But yeah, there's, there's all sort. I think the one thing that happens with people who are, who are new to swinging is they don't talk about their boundaries from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. And they just hop in. Uh Uh-huh. And they go full force and then like pull out hard yeah. because mm. they, you know, get in a situation where things are flowing. And one thing that we do with any couple or person that we meet is we always number one conversation first and foremost, after we say, hey, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> what are your boundaries? Yeah. What are your boundaries personally? So that we can respect those. Yeah. Because we are never yeah. trying to overstep someone's boundaries. Right. We are here to have fun. And the only way to do that is respect each other. And it's so much better to have an awkward moment of like, is this okay? While yeah. you're in the middle of something. Than to make an assumption and do something that's not yeah. okay. Yeah. So we we have that conversation right up front. Yeah, I love that focus on consent and like just how in, in intentionality. I think like the 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 way you've spoken about how you've like gone about it, it just sounds like you and your partner have been very intentional about like how you're going to approach it. And like I just really respect that and I really like that. Enthusiastic consent. Yeah, yes. enthusiastic <laughs> consent. Love it. Yeah. That should be like our subtitle for this episode. <laughs> Ethical non monogamy. Enthusiastic, enthusiastic consent. consent. Yes. I love yeah. that. Because I also have heard of situations where people have caught themselves 
in swinger situations without their knowledge. Yeah, I've heard of that. And that too. is not us. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone will be aware. It sounds Everyone, like the yeah. easy like we have a fantasy of picking someone up and taking them home with us. You know, yeah. we'll play that out and be like, "Man, she's sexy. Let's just pretend that." But if I mean, and you, you might look up, but usually, no, it's all done pre. Like, yeah. you know, the people that you're meeting are into it. You meet yeah. them through field. You meet them through a website. Yeah. You meet them. Yeah. Like, you know, they're into what you're into. And you're not swinging in a mess. Like, yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> I guess, like, on a personal note, I, I've been, like, learning a lot about like ethical monogamy and like personally I don't think a lot of things are for me but swinging is something that like I can totally see like with the right partner that I trust after like you know after a while people are people and you might you need some novelty like I just I feel like personally this is something that I could totally like be down with and like get into um what would you like what I, I'm not even in a relationship right now so this is yeah. so far I don't I don't can you be single and consider yourself a swinger hell yeah really oh yeah and by the way oh. we call it lifestyle kids what did I call it <laughs> what no. did I call it no no I mean it is swinging but wait like, so we don't say swinging so it's swinging it's swinging 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 swing but we just call it the lifestyle oh my god oh, the lifestyle. wait okay. what Oh, oh, I love learning things. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so is swinging, is that like a negative term? No, no, it just kind of like, when you think of swinging, you think of, no offense, because get it, get it, get it at any point in your life, but you think about like 60 plus folks trying Wait, to... Wait, really? Oh, I don't. No? I think of like our age. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, oh, how old okay. are you? Oh, I'm 31. Me too. Yeah, yeah. And well, Adrian's slightly older, but we both say we identify as 35. We identify as 35 <laughs> both of us. Um, and yeah. I think of like, in my mind, swingers like in their 30s, 40s, like maybe yeah. late 20s. Like, that's so funny. So, my preconceived notions of the lifestyle, I love it, um, are definitely not 60 year olds, but I love that yeah. 60 year olds are in the lifestyle. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Uh, Again, I think because we met so young, we just knew he's my everything for life. But that we weren't going to be that couple where it was like, oh, you can't tell me that person's hot or you can't tell me that person's hot. Like that just wasn't realistic for us. And we have so much more fun because we both like women to be like, oh, she's hot (laughs) and share that together and you know my husband's so so wonderful that you know i'll send him hot men and he's like yeah i see it yeah is he bisexual (laughs) no my husband is straight okay and so that is something you have to you have to set again boundaries up front is he is straight and so you know sometimes we'll meet with couples where if there is um someone who uh identifies as as a guy and also as and is also um, bisexual or pansexual that he's like, hey, my boundary, like, I'm so good to watch and enjoy, but that's my boundary. Yeah. Right? yeah. And that's his boundary. Yeah, it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay, so I have a question. I feel like this might this might go back to the 60s swingers. <laughs> okay. Thing. Okay. 
<laughs> but I but like it's a myth. Have I been to a club? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is oh, like okay. this is okay. like a myth. I just want to know oh, if it's okay. true. The the pineapple myth. Do you know? Oh the my pineapple god! Myth? Yes. Is, I, so I learned this. Wait, I should learned we explain this. it in case people don't know what it so is? The, it like yeah. I I think it's like I feel like it's primarily older I people. It. I feel like that's I where it. I've heard this. But like if you have like a pineapple flag or something like that's supposed to be a sign that you're that you're a swinger or into the lifestyle so so i found that out i was late to the party finding that out but now <laughs> but now i embrace it yeah. uh, i have not yet purchased a pineapple but yeah my friends definitely send me little pineapples i heard flamingos in the yard oh really okay. yeah that's what i heard oh my god i've always wanted flamingos in the yard it was like i was in the lifestyle and i didn't even know <laughs> That's just that was just a myth that I never knew if it was actually true. I've and also I feel heard like, it's like an upside down pineapple. Is that? Oh, okay. oh I don't know that one. Oh, oh okay. Well, <laughs> never mind. I'm, that's probably just, me being wrong. This is just urban myths. <laughs> and I always figure there's there are people out there with pineapples, uh, like pineapples outside who have no idea. That oh, I know. Oh, like, yeah. They, this yeah. Is yeah. Thing. I'd be like yeah. me with my flamingo. Yeah. Well, I yeah. don't know. Maybe. Who knows and what's next? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? This year, I won't put anything. Like, nothing's <laughs> off limits. Um, if it's 2022 and you see a flamingo in Suze's front yard, it might be an invitation. Yeah. Con- yeah. Consider that whatever you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say that my favorite thing that you've said so far, and you've said so many things that I've really loved, but something I wrote down and that I want to take with me into future relationships, future dates, whatever that may be, is that you and your husband didn't want to become the same person and wanted to maintain your autonomy. I just really love that. I think that's so special. And I think especially like I've historically dated only women Mm -hmm. and maybe that will change. Maybe that won't. Or women are non-binary people or yeah. I don't know. I've also dated a lot of trans men. I don't know. I've dated a lot of like people who are not cisgender men. Right. And I think with that kind of relationship, you can get so close and so intertwined in each other's mm-hmm. lives that you can easily start to become the same person without even trying to, without realizing it. It's just kind of like the dynamic is really conducive to that. So I'm going to have that as a takeaway to remember exactly what you just said, whether I'm in the lifestyle or not. Whether you have flamingos on your front lawn yeah. or not. Yeah. <laughs> But I would love to hear whatever else you want to share for sure. Yeah, I think uh, if anybody is interested in trying swinging, I think, you know, solo, why aren't you on field already? Right? Like easy. Let's do it. So if you're a solo person who's interested in swinging, have the conversation with yourself Mm -hmm. of what, what your boundaries are, what you're comfortable with. Meet in public first. Meet in public first. I can't say that enough. Safety, safety, safety. Mm -hmm. Always meet in public first. And then if you, you know, we've established kind of some, some rules for us. We've realized that couples are a little bit harder to navigate than a solo person. So for us, when we meet with couples, like our first time we meet, we just say, hey, we're just, we're just meeting to meet. No expectations or obligations. We always say that even with a solo person, but really with a couple, because you could, two of you could match and feel good. Two of yeah. you might not. And we yeah. do not take one for the team. We do not. 
That's, That's good. such a I good like boundary. Oh my gosh. We do not. Because it's easy to be like that, right? And yeah. But we do not. Um, and then if you are in a partnership and you are thinking about swinging, maybe you've had thoughts about it and you're like terrified to bring it up to your partner. I think it depends on, I think it's a good communication. Like it's good communication no matter what, even if they're not on board. So the fact that you can be open and honest with yourself and your vulnerabilities and, Mm -hmm. and what you want to try and, and set expectations with your partner, like, Hey, this has nothing to do with like our relationship. Cause you can't, if your relationship is on the rocks, don't swing. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to fix your relationship. It's not going to fix it. That's a great thing yeah, to great remember. Thing to for yeah. it, it's not. You have to have a solid foundation. Um, and so if you if you are talking with a partner and you're like, you know, I, I've thought about this. How do you feel about this? Like, just come at it very curious and and know that it can go one of two ways. One, they're interested in trying to and they have a willingness to try. Try is the key word here. It might not work out. Might not be for you. Might try it and it might not work. Yeah. But two, they could say no, but you could you could continue figuring out what else they might be open to to go with whatever's driving you to want to try swing and have that mm. conversation. So it might, okay, maybe we try porn together. Maybe maybe we want to, like to your to your point earlier, maybe we, we do want to switch it up in the bedroom. Maybe that's where it's coming from and maybe swinging doesn't have to be the answer, but maybe there's something else we can try. Maybe you're not communicating enough in the bedroom about what you actually want. Yeah. You're afraid to. Hey, a little to the left, please. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah. There, yeah. think and about that. I think that. like at least... In my own personal experience, like when I first gotten together with someone in a new relationship, like it's so hot. We're doing crazy things in the bedroom. We're yeah. trying everything. Yeah. Yeah. And as the years go on, you know, you learn more about what someone likes. You learn more about what's comfortable. And I think all of that makes sense. But maybe it's just this is a really good reminder to like keep that desire. Like, yeah. you know, you never know someone as well as you maybe think and I don't mean that in like a you know secretive way I just mean in like a really sexy way yeah. you, like, you can always learn yeah. more about people my partner and I are using strap-ons with each other Ooh, like it. so like you're pegging him yeah oh I love nice. it yeah but again without having that open honest yeah. communication we yeah. would have never known yeah we have so many toys we you know we have so many toys and we'll use the toys and sometimes we don't sometimes it's just us anything else you want to talk about yeah, I do want to like share horrors. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so we can go to like top couple of bad, terrible stories. <laughs> yes, please. I can't yeah. believe we didn't talk about this, but maybe you could also share like a really good story too. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. What do we want to do first? Bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the bad part. <laughs> okay, so I'll give two terrible stories and you can tell me which worse which is worse so whenever we were very uh early into the lifestyle before there were apps and there were basically just websites and you could have outdated photos from like a while back there was this one couple that we were going to meet with and we didn't have the rule yet of the first time we meet uh no obligations no expectations and oh no and so 
we we like conversed with them and we tried to like figure out what time they were going to meet. They were going to be driving a while to meet us. So they were going to drive like an hour and a half to meet us. That's okay. that's that's dedication. Yeah. And so it was getting later and later than what they said they were going to drive to meet us. And we're like, okay, the only thing that's going to be open and where we live is like 24-hour Mexican food places or like an IHOP Denny situation. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, let's go to Chili's. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Uh, uh, and she's like, I, the girl was like, I had Mexican food for lunch. Don't want, don't want Mexican. Okay. Okay. So we meet at Chili's. Great. I love that. Everybody wants to just pound some chilies yeah. before you pound each other. Yeah, that's right? hot. That's so sexy. And first and foremost, it is 1030 and chilies closes at 11. Oh, my God. And I'm like already panicking. Yeah, yeah that would make Because me I'm not that person. Yeah. <laughs> And then they get out of the car and the pictures that they had were them. But they were like five years old, five to ten years okay. old. Uh, so not attracted to either of them. Hello. And so we go sit at, down at the table and we get, you know, we order. They do a two for 20 situation. Okay. Amazing. Right. So they That's get hot. They, they, these <laughs> details deal. are important. So they get an appetizer of chili cheese fries. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they each get their own entrees. She got quesadillas, even though she didn't want Mexican food. <gasps> and that would be the biggest turn off and then, <laughs> out of everything. <laughs> and then he got burgers and fries. And as we're like, there, we're eating appetizers and like, we're going, you know, we're talking to each other. He is like putting her down. He's being degrading to her, oh which God. we don't know if they're in op open consensual degradation. But like, because that, that's oh, a bit right. like, but, but did not appear to be. And if it was, they should have probably let us in on that. Wow. Um, I don't think that they were. I think he was just an asshole. Wow. And he was putting her down, talking about how hot her sister was. So it was like, oh I was God. like squeezing the fuck out of my partner's leg. No, no, <laughs> Let's no. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out. And uh, so it is past 11 at this point. They have brought our entrees. The chili cheese fries are not all eaten on the table that they ordered. He gets a burger. They don't have fries with it. He's like, they forgot my fries. I'm like, there's still chili cheese fries on the table right in front of you. <laughs> he gets up and walks into the kitchen. Oh, my God. <gasps> to demand his fries. Oh, my God. We said, okay, we're going to call it a night. Thank you very much. Sorry, you drove all this way. And then we circled the block six times before we went to our house. Yes. Oh <laughs> I'm glad that you did that. Wow. Oh. I don't know what is like the least sexy part of that story. I, it kept changing. But I, I think it's the walking into the kitchen it, 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 for me. Yeah. Or the, I mean, of course, calling the sister hotter than the wife. Yeah. 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 But I think, I mean, something about walking into the kitchen. That's oh, that, I, I could not have been more... Mo oh like it was God. bad uh part two of a or a second story that's terrible uh, there was this couple they were trying it for the first time and we met for drinks and dinner she was questioning me i felt like i was getting interviewed for a job it's kind of awkward or like this <laughs> no, like on a podcast uh it was more like kind of interrogation about 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 my job and they made oh, like wow. 
like notes of money and stuff. I'm like, that's <gasps> not sexy. That's not sexy. Wow. Um, Wait, why do they need to but know that like, about you? Guy was really cool. She was beautiful. So we ended up we ended up going back to our 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 place. And one of the very common things, and I really I'm I'm glad I'm saying this story because this is very common, is that um for a first time or a repeated time, sometimes guys in that scenario have performance issues. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just normal. It happens. Oh, yeah. Like the amount of times it's happened that we've been in this lifestyle, like it just is a thing. It's a really mm. great thing to bring up. It's so, yeah. so like it's very, very, very common and it happen, like happens all the time. And so he was having that. So he's like, hey, guys, I'm sorry. I just... I just don't think it's going to happen for for me. We're like, totally cool. No problem. Happens. Like, you know, yeah. we'll meet back up if, if it makes sense and like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, no, we're going to make it happen. Oh, my God. So she tried to work on his dick for 45 minutes. Oh, my God. When my partner and I were, <laughs> were just like on the side of the bed, like yeah. trying to mo- like, uh, it was the most uncomfortable thing. So oh at God. one point, we're like, hey, we're going to call it. And she like reaches to grab my partner's hand and like pull him back to the bed. He's like, no, 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 no. We've been done for a while. Like, no, 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 no. But that was so uncomfortable. Oh I felt so. Oh, bad for her partner. Yeah. It was terrible. That's terrible. And it like, was terrible. When that happens, do you ever just like move to like foreplay or is it more? It just depends on what their comfort level yeah, is. So sure. when it's happened before, the guy will like if I've been interacting with a guy and it's not worked, sometimes they'll turn their attention to me and then just like pleasure me and that works. Yeah. Um. Sometimes they want to call it like it just depends. Yeah. And we're, we're so open to whatever is yeah. going to whatever people are feeling because mm-hmm. but yeah no it's terrible but there is really good stuff that happens in swinging <laughs> all right tell us a good story uh we have an ongoing person that we love to meet up with she's a stunning wo- woman mm-hmm. that it's just the most casual easy thing ever uh once a month or so we'll connect and we'll like she'll come to our place we'll go to her place and we just have wine and we talk about work and we talk about uh, news, pop culture, like whatever, conversations, literature, who cares? Like just really good human. And then we'll go fuck and it's the best. And then that's it. Oh my God. So that's easy. great. And yeah. there's no, there's no having to keep up with text messages. It's just like, yeah. Hey, when, when can I get on the calendar again? And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So does she reach out to you or you reach out to both. her? Or both. Okay. Both. Very cool. And is she single? She's a partner that's in another state. Yes. Yeah. But she's, uh, she's very much like their, par- her partner is very much aware of the situation. We'll send pictures to her partner and it's just easy. Everybody's enjoying it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And Love is her that. partner in the lifestyle too? Yeah. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've sold me. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> my gosh, I'm like, this is, sounds great. <laughs> I mean, the the two um, negative stories, I imagine that there's a lot more where that came from. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. But I think, I think, like, there's so, when you, when it's good, it's good. Yeah. You know, and I think the hardest part about it is figuring out boundaries and communication with your partner 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then figuring out who you feel comfortable enough to talk to it about. I think yeah. now that I'm getting into my 30s, I'm more like, I don't give a fuck. But there are obviously still people in my life that I'll be Ashley to, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I won't share that because yeah. it's not going to be well received. Yeah. And there will be judgment. Are you out to like most of your close friends yeah. or? Yeah. At this point, yeah. To most of my close friends, yeah. Yeah. Out both lifestyle and I'm out, out, out bisexually. Right. Which is yeah. like such a relief. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, sure. But um, but out uh, in the lifestyle to, yeah, all of my close friends. Everyone who it sounds like really you value. Yeah. So we've been ending every episode with like a quick rapid fire round. Love it. Okay. We call it speed dating. Speed dating. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. So it's four quick questions. Okay. And the first one does start off kind of heavy. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> so you love that. <laughs> and Adrian, please correct me if I'm wrong on any of these. Okay. How would you describe or define love in five words or less? No pressure. (laughs) Tough, intense, wonderful, and funny. Mm, I love love it. Favorite love song? We're going to make a playlist. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) um, If You Only Knew by Shinedown, Corny, but I love that band. I don't know it. Okay. Do you know it, Adrian? I don't know that. I don't think. Okay. Not by the title. I can't. So we're going to make a playlist on Spotify yes. of all of our guest answers. Yes. Favorite romantic comedy if you like them. Oh, I do. <laughs> Embarrassingly so. Uh, one that I fucked up and like tried this on a first date. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Monster-in-law. I oh, okay. love it. Jennifer <laughs> Lopez. Like, Wait, I, it's familiar. It's, I haven't uh, seen Diane any movies. Keaton, right? No. Uh, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Queen Jane Fonda. Sorry, so familiar. Fonda. I I need to see it. So I'm I'm horrible at movies. So I'm gonna have to Yeah, so I like thought you could do what were in movies until my first date I pulled <laughs> off like what J Lo did and to her like love interest in the movie, which is she was like on the beach with her eyes closed and she's like, Quick, quick color my eyes. And I tried that on a first date in high school. <laughs> did he get it right? Oh yes, but it was so terrible. It was awkward. <laughs> Um, okay, last question. Last speed dating question. If you could go back in time and tell younger you any oh. lesson about love or relationships, marriage, whatever, what have you, what would you want to, what wisdom would you want to impart on your younger self? Lean into your feelings because they're true and authentic. Don't doubt them. Mm. I suppress so much of a huge part of me, which is my bisexuality from such a young age. And... I look back on so many moments where I was like, yeah, there she was. There she was. Little by me. And yeah, don't just give into it. Accept them. Be okay with it. Yeah. Love that. I love that. What great answers. Thank you so much for listening. Follow along on our socials at Open Heart Surgery Pod on Instagram, Open Heart Pod on Twitter, and Open Heart Surgery Podcast on Facebook. This podcast is produced by Adrian and Susanna with music by Space Baby and logo design by Emma. This is a Lost Frequency audio production. Yeah, boy. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> I kind of like it. Lube, 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 lube. Oh um, my god, lube forever. Yeah, but yeah, we need a we need merch that just says lube forever. <laughs> lube forever. forever. Yeah. <laughs>